It is important to note that suddenly, and against all probability, a sperm whale had been called into existence several miles above the surface of an alien planet. And since this is not a naturally tenable position for a whale, this innocent creature had very little time to come to terms with its identity. This is what it thought as it fell. Ah, whoa, what's happening? Who am I? Why am I here? What's my purpose in life? What do I mean by who am I? Okay, okay, calm down, calm down, get a grip now. Ooh, this is an interesting sensation. What is it? It's a sort of a tingling in my... Well, I suppose I better start finding names for things. Let's call it a tail. Yeah, tail. And hey, what's this roaring sound? Whooshing past what I'm suddenly going to call my head. Wind. Is that a good name? Hello. Yay, this is really exciting. I'm dizzy with anticipation. Or is it the wind? There's an awful lot of that now, isn't there? And what's this thing coming towards me very fast? So big and flat and round, it needs a big, wide-sounding name like Ow, Owned, Round, Ground. That's it! Ground! I wonder if it'll be friends with me. Hello, Ground! Curiously, the only thing that went through the mind of the bowl of petunias as it fell was... Oh, no, not again. Many have speculated that if we knew exactly why the bowl of petunias had thought that, we should know a lot more about the nature of the universe than we do now. Yes, science! Follow the light. The light is your guide. Hello, and welcome to the Rojan Kim cast. It's me, your host, Rojan Kim. How are you doing? How are you doing this lovely spring day? It's spring. It's spring now. Spring has sprung. And since it sprang, let's spring along and see what we can spring. Okay, so happy spring, everyone. I hope everyone's having a great time. I hope everybody's having a great day. I hope and hope that you get that thing that you want right now. Right now, just falls out of this, just falls right in front of your, right in front of your face. Something will materialize for one second, basically causing you to doubt your sanity. Maybe you'll lose your mind. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll just stay right there in the pocket and just be like, all right, something just materialized right in front of my face, but you know, I'm fine. I'm going with it. I'm not going to doubt my sanity. Shit like this can happen. And it's true. Science, if you actually, uh, you know, um, paid attention. But <laughs> Sorry, that's terrible. I don't mean to admonish you for not paying attention. I didn't pay attention. I'm projecting. I, I admit fully that i should have paid more attention in school because according to science it's totally within the realm of possibility for something to just materialize right in front of your face that's actually accounted for in science they don't say that that's impossible they just say that it's improbable it's not possible not impossible okay what i'm off track what so my knee my knee is uh i'm uh, uh it's all about my knee 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 um this is why I am avoiding any hard drugs, any psychedelics of any kind. I take psychedelics. If I take a hit of acid, that's eight hours of me just being like, knee, 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 knee. And it's a waste of acid. It's a waste of time. I already know my knee is hurting and uh, is it's on the mend. It's on the mend. The knee is on the mend. The knee is fine. It's actually not that badly hurt. So I went to the doctor. I went to an orthopedist. And uh, he was like, yep, looks like you had a little patellar dislocation Knee fills up with fluid when that happens and it just goes away on its own. You just need some PT and you should be, you know, he said you should be back to 
doing your regular activities in a month or two. He didn't even say to stop. He wasn't like, don't do jujitsu anymore. Or don't lift heavy. Or he didn't say, don't do anything. He was just like, do a bunch of PT and then you'll get better and uh, keep at it. And I was like, hey, is there any way to prevent this? What the hell? Uh, what, what can I do? And he's like, ah. That's what he was like, ah. That's what he said. Ah. That's all he gave me. It's like, ah. Uh, and then I was like, you know, I had a theory of what happened. You know, I've I've tight hamstrings. Maybe I, my IT band's real tight. Maybe it's pulling on my patella. And he was just like, ah. yeah. He basically he was he basically told me shit happens. Shit happens. Yeah, shit happens. Is what he said. Shit happens. It's like if it happens again, then we'll you know we'll talk about it. We'll discuss things you could do. But you know, your guy. Working out in your late 30s. Shit happens. Shit happens. You're old. You're old. And that's basically what he told me. And get out of here, oldie. But he didn't tell me to stop. He was like, he wasn't like, don't, don't do, don't do jujitsu. You know, don't. Um, so, so, yeah. So there you go. Don't need an MRI. Don't need anything. Just PT. Hooray for me. How lucky. Lucky am I. You know what else was lucky? Uh, the day I got hurt was the last day to sign up for Obamacare. Yay. <laughs> so I managed to just squeak right in. Squeak right in and get that sweet, sweet health insurance that I'm still actually puzzled by. I'm puzzled by what what's going on here because so that the the cheapest insurance I could afford, it's like three twenty five a month right apparently there's a $3,500 deductible and what that means is that I pay $325 a month for the privilege of seeing a doctor who takes my insurance and then the doctor will charge me of which I have to pay full price up to $3,500 before the insurance decides they're going to kick in any money so I got to pay $3,500 I don't have $3,500 but that's how much I have to pay in one month before the insurance even kicks in so I'm paying $325 a month for the privilege of seeing a doctor who takes their insurance who's not even going to kick in anything until I pay $3,500 for the whole year so that's not including the next year next year I have to pay another $3,500 before they start kicking in again not only that, there's something called um, an out-of-pocket max. They're like, this is the max you'll pay out-of-pocket for the year. Well, what the fuck is a deductible? Well, apparently there's shit that they, they don't cover or they don't whatever. So there's extra shit I'll end up paying for. That's $6,800. $6,800 a year out-of-pocket max. So that's what I get to pay out-of-pocket before they decide they're going to step in. So by now, I'm homeless. That's what it is. I'm homeless now. We get to that point in one year, <laughs> I'm on the street. Hopefully, I've already had the surgery and I'm on the mend. You know, hopefully, I'm uh, I'm I'm one of those getting healed homeless and not a uh, hurt homeless, right? A hurt homeless. Ah, oh, being hurt homeless is the worst kind of homeless, especially in New York City. Man, New York City, no one is hated more than the hurt homeless person, <laughs> right? He's not only is he homeless, he's smelling up the place. He's slow. He's slow. I mean, it sucks just being slow in New York City, walking around, especially if you take the train, going up and down stairs, can't bend your knee, you got to take the stairs one at a time, right? And then people are just, they're not really paying attention to how slow you're moving, so they expect you to be moving at the pace of a normal person. And then they get all mad when they bump into you because you're going down the, you can't just run down the stairs like normal, I got to take the stairs one at a time, I got to stop, 
go down with my good knee. You know what I mean? I got to go one at a time. And then somebody will bump into me and be like, oh, God, yeah, God, you know? And that's when you learn. That's when you learn when you're hurt. That NYC stands for no, you cripple. That's what it stands for. <laughs> that's what it stands for. That's what they say to you. You're like, get out of the No, you cripple. Get out of the way. Take the elevator, cripple. I've taken the elevator a couple times. It's an interesting ride. Some of the best, uh, best of uh, humanity, I feel like, takes that elevator. People have seen some shit. People have been through wars. People have been through the system. You know, there's a lot, lot to learn. I could fucking shoot a documentary about people going up and down that elevator. It'd probably be better than, it'd be like the next Making a Murder or something. I, that's a big claim, big claim, because I did love Making a Murder, and I don't, unless a murder happens in the elevator, I don't really see how I could make something that compelling. Though that would be crazy if there was a, uh, someone was killed in an elevator, and then they pinned it on some other dude in another elevator. It wasn't in the, even in the same elevator, but they just they have all the evidence. Okay. Anyway, <sighs> that's the knee. That's the knee. It's just uh, one of those things, you know. Health care. Health care is so strange. Right? Health care. You know, it's, uh, instead of health care, they should call it health who gives a fuck, at least for Americans, right? Unless you got the dough. Unless you're really, really rich. Or I guess really, really poor. Do they help you out when you're really, really poor? I don't know. I feel like if you're sort of in the middle there and you're expected to be able to cough up the 300 bucks or whatever a month to uh, pay for the privilege of paying full price up to a certain point until the insurance. I guess really what it is is like something really bad. At, like I have to lose my leg and the shit has to cost over 100 grand and then they'll come in and kick in after, you know, after I pay my 6800 that I don't have, then they'll pay the rest of that. So thanks, I guess. Thanks a lot, Obama. Thanks, everybody. I don't really... I don't really mean that. I mean, I don't mean thanks, Obama, sincerely. Uh, or do I? I guess I do. I mean, I guess I wouldn't have had insurance had I had it, but then I don't actually even need need it because I don't need surgery or anything. <sighs> it's a conundrum. Anyway... That's the knee thing. Knee thing's going on. It's fine. The healthcare system. I'm lucky. I feel lucky that I'm not actually that hurt too badly. I'm going to stick with my theory that I am pretty tight in my hamstrings and my IT band, and I'm going to start a rigorous stretching and yoga regimen. That's what I'm going for. And maybe do some kind of uh, 30-day challenge, 30-day yoga challenge get in there only because it's cheap i just found a place that you can take yoga for real cheap if you promise to do it every day for 30 days which is kind of weird it's kind of a semi-fascist semi it's not fascist i guess because i'm paying for it but it's just this whole do it every day you have to do it every day every day until you die and then when you die that's the day you don't do it i don't know it seems a bit much to me i'd like to i don't want to live my life like that anyway life Life is crazy, right? March. March is here. How's the weather? How's the weather where you are? Is it weird? Or is it unseasonable? Is it warmer than usual, perhaps? No? Maybe it is because, you know, last month, February, according to all the science people, were, was the, the hottest month ever. Like ever, on record, ever. Uh, and by far, by like way, way beyond, you know, they have a little graph. They're like, you know, uh, so 2015 was the hottest year on record. And they were like, oh, it's, you know, it should be about this hot by February. And then in February uh, last month, it was way hotter 
then they thought it'd be and they're like whoa this is off the chain so what's going on nobody knows i mean no no they know they know that's the climate is changing carbon levels i mean the scientists they've they've been going over this for a while they've been going over this for a couple hundred years actually it's it's been i've been looking into how long they've been going through the data they also have data in ice core samples that go back to about 200,000 years so they kind of have this record of the climate from the past 200,000 years and they can see that it's a crazy time right now something's real weird especially since oh the industrial revolution what could that be could it be the carbon in the atmosphere that we've been talking about this whole time maybe I don't know but so you know here we are here we are in the middle of it I think President Carter was all like hey guys we have to do something about climate change that's a terrible carter i don't even know what he sound yeah i remember he's a a peanut farmer from georgia georgia that's terrible terrible i retract the carter impersonation i just did but i would like to go forward with the point that president carter he was the one who was like yo we got an energy crisis we gotta do something he put solar panels on the white house that reagan immediately stripped off Right, he just fucking probably had some Marines go up there, strip it off their bare hands, and then take big shits on him, kick him overboard. Again, he wasn't having any of that commie bullshit, commie solar powered bullshit on his White House. Hell no, doubling down on fossil fuel. So we did. That was what thirty, thirty years ago. We decided, you know, fuck, fuck you, liberal, eco crying bullshit motherfuckers don't we're not gonna we're not gonna listen to any of that you know what oil is where it's at oil is where it's at obviously oil is where it's at hydrocarbons just burning shit just just burning shit and just it's really really it's not that much different from a fire i mean it's just an extension of a fire combusting something and using the energy off of that the most inefficient form the most caveman-like form yeah the most destructive dirty form of energy that um we've come up with we have plenty of other types of energy that we could be looking into and using but that's just i don't know you know what's on the other hand, maybe what do we? What do I know? What do the ninety-seven percent or ninety-nine percent of the scientists of the world know? What do they know? I mean, maybe, maybe it's all just bullshit. Maybe it's all we do. You know, what can we do? What can I do? What can we all do? I mean, we're all part of this grid, this system. We're all part of the fucking, you know. We're all part of it, man. So I don't know. The only thing we can do is try to push for change. I mean, there were times when we did bad things like slavery and subjugation of women and, you know, social things, things we did to people. And now we're doing things, you know, it's not even to the planet. See, I don't I don't believe that, like, oh, we're hurting the planet. We're hurting, they're changing the, yeah, we're changing the climate. That's going to fuck us. Yeah, yeah, that's it's really what it's for. It's for our own survival. It's for our own survival, guys. But who knows? Honestly, I, you know, my whole thing is that climate change, it's kind of like 
we're lucky that it's a known thing because think of all the unknown things that could happen. There's all kinds of unknown things. There's a caldera in the middle of North America. Caldera is a gigantic super. It's apparently it's like the size of Yellowstone. It's giant. It's like four states. The crater is like the size of four states. So it's huge. And when it blows, because it's not if, it's when, that's North America's gone. It's gone. I mean, it's just gone. It's just like, it's just going to be a shitload of ash and sulfur and just blah. And if we're not dead from the poison and the heat and the suffocation, then it just gets really, really cold because the sun's blocked at that point. And then at that point, we'll be praying for global warming. We'll be like, fuck, burn all the carbon. Burn the carbon. (laughs) Burn it all because now, you know, we need, we're going to need heat. We need heat. We need light. We're probably going to have to. There's gonna be no North America. Hopefully, I'm, I'm dead. I just I don't want to survive through that. That sounds terrible. I mean, most apocalyptic scenarios you don't want to survive through. I don't think anybody would want to survive through. I mean, if you were in them, of course you want to survive because that's your instinct. But given the choice, I would say, hey, I'll take the, um, I'll take the asteroid to the face or whatever. You know, I'll take the fucking, I'll take it. I'll take the hit. Well, that's a little dark, isn't it? Well, okay. Well, let me see if I can uh, talk about something a little bit more. uh, Oh, uh, so science. Speaking of science, speaking of, you know, asteroids and whatnot, or I guess astrophysics, this happened. That was crazy. The discovery of gravitational waves, right, by the – it's that giant – it's a giant laser telescope called the LIGO, and – I, you know, what, you want me to explain this? I'm, I'll try, it's, basically this is fucking laser, two lasers, two lasers shooting in the same place. When there's a gravitational wave, space-time fluctuates, the laser, they could actually measure the discrepancies between the two lasers, so that, like, showing that there was movement. There's an awesome, um, you know what, the easiest thing I could do, just gravitational waves, Colbert, you know, Google that, and there's a little demonstration this guy does um, with lasers and sound. It's like a smaller version of that to kind of just give an example of what happened. And, you know, that's all just, it's all elementary. I barely, I'm barely understanding it, but the very little bit I understand is amazing. Because, look, basically what happened is these two black holes out in the middle of space somewhere, they were spinning next to each other and started colliding and then they collided and merged and formed one black hole and at the moment that they merged this they emitted a pulse it was just like it's like they uh it's like if you you know dropped a rock into a pond or whatever just sent these ripples through space time and the ripples themselves it's very very small it was like less than the width of an atom but it was there and these lasers detected it and we confirmed it, and now we confirmed gravitational waves. See, gravitational waves, they were, like, theorized, you know, by Einstein. Einstein was like, well, there's got to be, um, there's got to be something holding things in, in gravity, like, like gravity, the force of gravity has got to be held by something, you know, like light uses waves, the uh, electromagnetic spectrum, you know, light travels as a wave, and that's what it is. But what about gravity? Gravity also travels at the speed of light, but how? 
how does it work? Like, how does, you know, think about like a bowling ball on a mattress, indenting the mattress a little bit and causes this dip, right? And the earth circles around that bowling ball. You know, if that bowling ball is the sun, the earth would be like, you know, like a tennis ball circling around that. And it's caught inside of its gravity, the indenture of that bowling ball in the mattress. Am I losing? Am I have lost myself. All right. So anyway, so imagine the mattress is space-time. The bowling ball is the sun. It curves space-time because it, you know, pushes it down. That's easy enough, right? And the earth is caught in the gravity well of the sun, that little dip that it causes. And it's sort of kind of always falling towards it, but not quite. So it's kind of doing a spinning, a spinning thing, right? So the sun not only affects the earth that's caught in that gravity well, that gravity well extends out to everything that has mass. You know, that's why we've got a planet uh, possibly that does a 10,000 year orbit around the entire solar system. That's this planet X that they discovered or that they think they discovered. They can't really see it, but they think it's got to be out there according to the math or some wobbles they see or whatever it is. They, you know, the science people they've done They're They're basically saying there's probably a planet way out there that orbits the sun every 10,000 years. So that planet is also caught in the sun's gravity. So what is it? What is this gravity? Einstein said, I think they're waves, man. There's got to be waves. There's got to be waves. We just can't detect them yet, but they're going to be waves. That was 100 years ago. 100 years later, we finally have the technology. We have these lasers. Not only do we have the technology, it's not just that. The other thing is that, look, space is fucking gigantic. They could have been pointing that thing anywhere. They could have been pointing that laser at any given point in space and totally missed out on the two black holes colliding because, you know, anything that happens out in space happens millions of years ago because it's so far away. So the the fact that we were able to catch the two black holes colliding to catch the collision moment to get the reading for the gravitational waves, that's just luck, right? And then the fact that we had the technology and all this stuff and that it took a hundred years later, that's a whole shit pile of coincidence and luck that allowed us to enter a new phase in astronomy. That's totally what this is, man. That's what it is, is what it's gotta be. Because look, the only way we could ever see things in space or see things at all was with light, you know, radio, whatever, vision or you use radio or whatever. It's all through light, right? But now we might be able to see things through gravity. We might be able to see things through gravitational waves. We might be able to see this planet that's way out there that we can't see because the sun doesn't shine on it. But maybe we can see it if somehow we can come up with a way of measuring gravitational waves i don't know this is why i'm not a science guy i can't i'm not the one pitching ideas to them they probably are on top of all this but to me this is the 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 like an ant understanding how a refrigerator works like i'm i'm getting that oh there's there's food in there you know like i'm i'm kind of getting getting that dude this means that there's like a dark matter we don't know what that is. We just think that there has to be something out there that light doesn't hit or absorbs light. or We don't know. We can't see it, but there's something out there that makes the math work out for the mass of the universe. If we were able to see gravitational waves, we'd be able to see anything with mass because everything with mass puts off gravitational waves. All right. Well, I don't know if that's – is that is that crazy? I don't know. Correct me. Someone correct me if I'm wrong, because I probably am. Because I, I'm. This is just from the internet. Me reading as a person. I don't know anything. You know, the only, uh, you know, the only thing I know is that it's, uh, 
it's all kind of progressing moving forward in front of our faces we're living in this crazy ass time we're living in a crazy ass time and at the same time it's fucking president trump we got president trump over here and on the other hand we just discovered gravitational waves we proved einstein right and trump will be president that's where we are what a crazy world we live in that's what i gotta say the other crazy news science wise was that uh the the google deep mind project the deep mind uh google deep mind is basically like it's basically like a shitload of computers that google hooked up together to create a neural network it's like a form of artificial intelligence that it's not like it's not like uh 2001 where you got like one super intelligent computer like how man how 9000 that's all talking like hey there hi you know that's like because that's kind of you know uh, a simplistic model of what an intelligent being would be so what google has done is made a bunch instead of making one really strong computer they just have a bunch of bunch of computers that are pretty strong but all work in tandem in order to be able to make um you know more computations work faster and also give it a set of learning uh criteria or whatever so they teach it to do different things so this time they taught it to play go to play go which is a game that is uh i guess kind of like othello uh the game othello it's a, it involves black and white pieces or whatever um but anyway big deal in korea because the number one go champion is this guy lee sedol who is um ninth dan champion or whatever he's like a fucking badass motherfucker and AlphaGo beat him four to one and the thing about this is that you know computer has beaten uh chess master before computer has beaten other people other games um and that's that's you know so what's the big deal about go well go apparently is played on a 19 by 19 grid and each of its pieces are totally equal there's no like chess pieces you know it's not like chess pieces it's kind of like checkers in that way right but because of that that means there are more permutations there's more combinations of playing in the game than there are atoms in the universe this is way too many for a computer to even just like so like a chess game a computer can just brute force it and just be like like just go run through all the scenarios that are possible and the scenarios are limited because the chess pieces only have certain moves it can make and the chessboard is only so big. The Go board, on the other hand, is so so much bigger, and the chess piece, you know, there's so many more v- variations and possibilities that there's no way a computer just go could run through all the possibilities in order to win. So what they need to do is train the computer to think like a person and actually plan strategy, like plan moves ahead, but not just plan moves ahead to the end of the game like to infinity maybe plan the moves like 20 moves ahead and then react depending on what the opponent does so basically trying to be like a person the crazy thing is this fucking computer AlphaGo, it beat lee Sedol four to one four to one by the first the dude was like i think i could beat this computer for sure it's a million dollar challenge if he won it he if we won the computer uh, out of five games he would be a million dollars richer in the first three games he just got spanked bang 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 and by the end of the third game he was like fuck i just want to win one that's all that's all i care about i think one of the games was crazy because everybody thought the computer made a mistake they made this move and they're like oh, we don't, oh well there that's the downfall of this computer blah, blah blah and the next thing you know the computer won because of that one move and that one move even made lee said like leave the room and come back like he it just 
So basically the computer was creative. That was the thing. It's creative AI. It basically made a move that nobody understood. And they're like, what? what the fuck is this? Like nobody even had heard of playing this move and it did it and it won. It paid off. So what the hell does that mean? I don't know. But apparently the scientists guys, they're like, uh, this is about 10 years ahead of time. We're about 10 years ahead of time in creating computer. They didn't think that they could create a computer uh, with a sophisticated learning apparatus enough to beat a Go champion. And here we are. We just did it. So singularity bound, everyone, where it's happening. It's happening. I think, I believe, you know, Ray Kurzweil thinks that in three years we're going to have creative AIs uh, helping us make art, music, you know, just, just uh, AIs that are capable of novel uh, thought creative things can help you help you write your jokes help me write my jokes help you with uh whatever i mean it's not just doing your household chores i mean how would you even feel making a robot who's possibly sentient clean up your cat litter when it's composing poems that rival that of yates like how <laughs> that's all within the realm of possibility and if, if ray kurzweil has anything to say with it it's going to happen real soon so yay, singularity. Man, this is kind of terrible, but I'm hoping that, um, I don't know, I don't have to uh, live inside of a computer with my dad for all of eternity. I mean, I'm not saying like I hope he dies or something, but it's just, I just hope that, uh, you know, maybe we're still living separately. I don't know. Just, do we all get merged together? Is that, uh, hopefully healthcare is better when we're all uploaded into the matrix, right? I mean, it's not literally the Matrix, obviously, because I would get sued. And, you know, it's Keanu. Keanu, can Keanu be replicated? I don't know. But in any case, when all our minds are uploaded uploaded into the cloud and we all merge into some single consciousness or, or not, I don't know, do we fracture into multiple consciousnesses? How does that even work? Nobody really knows. So, God, I hope nobody's a psychopath in there. I hope nobody starts to try to, like, take over other people's minds or programmings or hack into their brains is that that's that's a possibility right but anyway speaking of the matrix um the second wachowski um brother brother well brother transitioned to a female so now the wachowskis are both female i mean they were both the both they are both female now yeah they're transgender female who cares who cares right who cares well i don't i don't really care i don't think that i think it's interesting i think it's interesting that one brother transitioned and then the next brother transitioned a few years later like i wonder if i mean it must be a difficult decision and all that but it must have been pretty crazy to be like directing the best one of the best sci-fi action movies of all time and then you you go through a sex change i guess you know you transition and then and then your brother transitions too and you know i'm not saying it's bad or good i'm just saying wow that's you don't hear about it. that's and then you know they were the Wachowski brothers, and then they became the Wachowskis. But now will they become the Wachowski sisters, or are they just gonna stay the Wachowskis? And is Hollywood gonna be like, you know, sorry, ladies, but you're gonna have to take a pay cut now. <laughs> we pay women directors less, and uh, honestly, there's only room for one of you because there's only so many women directors. I mean, is that what? This is a crazy and fascinating and amazing world we live in, guys. And, you know, all we can do is just enjoy it. Enjoy the shit out of it. Be kind. Be good to one another. Be good to yourself. Be good to me. Be good to me, guys. 
be good to me. Send me money? No, there's uh, you don't have to send me money. Um, but uh, send me good thoughts. Send me your listens, your likes, your views, whatever. Whatever it is. Um, I'll take it. Right? So thanks for listening, guys. This has been the Rojan Kim cast. Uh, check me out, rojankim.com. Check me out on Twitter at rojankim. Come to my show, Auto Shrunken Head, first Monday of every month. East Village, Auto Shrunken Head, 9 p.m. Free show. Dr. Octagon, paramedic fetus of the East with priests and from the church of the operating room with the strikes of force, scalpel since the Holocaust. I do indeed and greed, explore, meet the patients, back the rooms with the nurse with the voodoo curse. Holding up office lights, standing at huge heights, back and forth, left wing, swing to north, east and south with blood pouring down your mouth. I can prepare with the white suit and stethoscope, listen to your heartbeat, delete, beep, beep, beep. Your insurance is high, but my price is cheap. Look at the land. Blue flowers. Run by the purple pond. Blue flowers. Run by the purple pond. Blue flowers. Run by the pond. Look, it's raining yellow. Do you care to listen to any more? Holding bags on down right from the hospital. It's the patient is work to keep the germs off the turf. Cybernetic microscopes and metal antidotes. Two telescopes that magnifies eyes of a roach. Three computers to cup a coffee planet with my hand and astral planet detached. Turn on rare foggers. Cut the light on the kid and turn it bright on. Supersonic waves combine and burn his brain waves. I see the mascot of evil. He's not Knievel. Shakespeare's gone. Don't even think about him. Yes. As I go into the park, I see blue flowers, draining green, by the pond, blue flowers, it's totally raining green, boy, blue flowers, I smell the bees and the birds, blue flowers, different aspects of life, blue